0: As a longtime grassroots environmental activist and as a creature living in the thrashing endgame of civilization, I am intimately acquainted with the landscape of loss, and I've grown accustomed to carrying the daily weight of despair. I've walked clear cuts that wrap around mountains and drop into valleys, then climb ridges to fragment watershed after watershed and have sat silent near empty streams that two generations ago were lashed into whiteness by uncountable salmon coming home to spawn and die. A few years ago I began to feel pretty apocalyptic but I hesitated to use that word in part because of all those cartoons I've seen of crazy penitents carrying the end as near signs and in part because of the power of the word itself. Apocalypse. Didn't want to use it lightly. And then a friend and fellow activist said to me, so Derek, what will it take for you to finally use that word? We'll take the death of the salmon, death of runs of salmon that were so thick that they would carry away the nets of the fishermen, so thick that people were afraid to put their boats in for fear that they would capsize, so thick that horses were afraid to get into the water because there were so many fish. I saw wild coho salmon spawning this last winter. I've worked on salmon issues for 10 years. I've never seen a wild coho spawn before. I may be the last generation of human being ever to do that. No, though, because they're not going to go out on my watch. So will it take the death of passenger pigeons in flocks so large they darken the sky for days at a time? Or maybe it'll take the collapse of earthworm populations in American Midwestern forests so they are turning the sea off San Diego into a dead zone. Maybe it'll take global warming. Maybe it'll take the ozone hole. So give me a specific threshold there, a specific point at which you finally use that word. God, thanks, George.